Blog Talk Radio. We live! We live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. What's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? You are tuned into another edition of Page One with LeVar and Mary. So glad to be with you on this Friday night, March the 10th, 2023. Um, I don't know what to say about the weather outside. I know we normally talk about it a little bit, but the, the weather outside is a little weird. Uh, what's supposed to be sometimes isn't. Not that we're complaining, but... Uh, here, we were supposed to have snow, uh, but the good snow uh, came, and it snowed, it didn't stick, and it left. Um, and it went east, where it did cause some issues for some people. So, um, it has been a mild winter, and I'm almost like waiting for the other shoe to drop at some point before April. But... Um, I'm thankful it wasn't too bad. It saved my back this past winter. Um, I would love to ask my wonderful friend Mary, who joins me here, how the weather is in her neck of the woods. Not snowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. We were just at a carnival, and um, I'm not going to say exactly what we were wearing, but t-shirt and pants, and that was about it. Um, but it was it was a very nice night. <laughs> Was it short night? No, no, it was so. It was so we needed to have, wear some kind of pants or like that length, but it wasn't like we had to have like I don't know, long johns or tights or anything on underneath. I just had a pair of jeans that was just simple. But it's gotcha. very nice. It's very mild. Um, I it's saying sixty-seven on. Our little temperature gauge, so I'm going to go with in the mid-60s. Okay. Almost well, not 70s. too shabby. Not, not too, too shabby. shabby. <laughs> I'll call that pre-spring-like weather, pretty much. Still winter. Well, there's people there. out there dressed like it was cold. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, in Vegas, I'm sure that if it is not 80, 90 degrees, then it, it seems anything else is just pretty much like uh, sweat shirts and short sweater. Or maybe not. <laughs> Unless you can hear me. Uh, you cut out. What happened? <laughs> oh, I, thought I don't it was know. Me. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm usually the one with technical difficulties I, on my I don't know. Um, I thought I was talking, but, uh, you know, with the way that my you ears still who, who knows? <laughs> um, you are talking now, so there you go. Now, I, it, there are people out here that would think that this is just freezing, and then there are other people out here that are like myself, that it's like, this is really good, and I'm okay with 70-degree weather at 
seven o'clock tonight. I, I'm I'm down. Good for you. Well, I'm glad that the weather is there. I'm glad it's fine there. Um, I would say you're probably not going to feel that way in the next few weeks, but <laughs> it'll change. Right? <laughs> it'll all change. Um, but this has been kind of a busy week. Didn't even know if we were going to really be with you tonight. So the way that this show is going to go is it's going to be kind of a potpourri type of night. Um, got a lot of different stories here that are going on. I've actually practiced some of these stories on different people before coming to the show tonight. So uh, a lot of them thought that some of the topics were interesting. <laughs> so <laughs> we will do those. Uh, we will also have a retro moment of the week. We'll take a look at what's trending. Uh, also, oh, by the way, before I forget, happy Mario Day. Happy Mario Day! So excited. <laughs> I'm surprised you did not mention that at the top of the show. Uh, well, I was going to wait until we got past the, you know, weather conversation before I said anything about Mario Day. <laughs> but I, I am kind of sad that I didn't get to see the Mario movie today. Because, you know, I live in the U.S. Now, was it coming out today or in April? It, it's supposed to be in April, but it comes out earlier for Japan and for Europe than it does for us. Now, for us geeky folks out here, uh, or non-Mario fans, why is today Mario Day? Because March is M-A-R, and it's the 10th, so it's an, it looks like I oh Mario. Oh, I see. So what is Luigi Day? Does Luigi have a day? I mean, it's I Luigi. don't know. I would hope he would. <laughs> now. Luigi always gets the short end of the stick. What the heck? He's the young son brother. <laughs> but otherwise, it is Mario. See, that's good to know. M-A-R, yeah. I-O. Yeah, Mario. Now, by the way, I know that you uh, will have a uh, a comment on this, but what is your take on the Mario movie? Are you excited to see it? Are you a little uh, hesitant to see it? Or are you, like some legions of loyal fans, not happy with the casting of the movie? No, I love the casting of the movie for some of the characters, and some of the characters can be without um, excited-ish where I'm at. All right, so you will be there front row center to go and see Mario then? Yeah, probably. Maybe, possibly. <laughs> that, that was a very reluctant, like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, you are going to be our special correspondent for that. So when it does come out, um, you can tell us how it is and give us your review. Okay, that I can do. I, I am hesitant only because it's, it's Chris Pratt, but then again, it's, you know, it is what it is. Eh, Chris Pratt. Pratt Spratt. Or something like that. 
Christmas. I, I know. That almost, that almost rhymes perfectly. Come on. Yes. I know I know you're a big Chris Pratt fan, so. I don't mind him in some things, but as Mario, he's just going to be Chris Pratt as Mario. Like, hi, I'm Chris Pratt. You can call me Mario. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of people were taken aback by that casting decision. Uh, but who else would you have chosen? Uh, ooh, what would I have chosen? <sighs> Jack Black? Ooh, good one. Good one, kiddo. No, Jack Black is browser, and that's fine. No, but there is a, a, the voice actor, the original voice actor for Mario, Charles Martinet. They could have used him. It's not like they're using his face. He is the voice of Mario. Why not use him? He's already being paid by Nintendo to be Mario. It's kind of authentic at that point, wouldn't it? All right. I'll give you that. Um, I'm trying to think of who else that uh, you could probably choose for that. I don't know. Um, I, I but but no, Jack Black as Bowser, no, that's mwah, chef kiss, that's perfect. It's perfection. That was like the best choice that they made. I'm totally excited about it. <laughs> so I know that, but I'm also a Jack are... Black fan, so there you go. <laughs> Yeah. So as we said, as part of the um, almanac today, it is National Mario Day. But I'm reading a line here. This is from the National Calendar Day people. It says, similar to Michael Michaels or Adam Adams, Mario's last name is his first name. Luigi and Mario are known as the Mario Brothers, making Mario's last name Mario. So it's Mario, Mario. Did he say his first name was Mario? Uh, it says his last name is his first name. Well, there you go. Maybe he's like Cher and he just comes out as Mario. <laughs> but of course, any dedicated fan know that before he was a plumber, he was in Donkey Kong and he played a carpenter named Jumpman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original Jumpman in 1983. Um, but I guess Miramoto actually is, said it's canon that he is Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. Yeah. I have just been told. Yep. See? So there you go. This show is educational. We, we, we strive to educate you. <laughs> <laughs> or at least have people within the right age range that understand canon in close proximity. Right. (laughs) But uh, it is National Mario Day on the Almanac. Today is also National Blueberry Popover Day. Um, I don't think I've ever had a blueberry popover. I've had a blueberry tart, but that's about as close as I've gotten to a popover. Uh, It is also National Pack Your Lunch Day. It is National Women and Girls HIV AIDS Awareness Day. It's International Bagpipe Day. Tomorrow, <laughs> yes. Uh, tomorrow is National Three One One Day. 
not on uh, the emergency number of days. Yes. Uh, it is Just also – yeah. It's also National Funeral, Funeral Director and Mortician Recognition Day. It is National Oatmeal Nut Waffles Day. National Johnny Appleseed Day. Now, this one is a little weird. Don't have a dirty mind if I say it. But tomorrow is National Worship of Tools Day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I knew that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> um, pretty much it is what it is. Uh, this is a day to go out in the garage, the tool shed, the storage closet, or wherever it is you keep your tools. You clean them, reorganize them. Set up, them. A, yeah. Set up a small altar, have a little ceremony, burn some incense. <laughs> what? You said more? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tomorrow. Get a rock that get rid of negativity and like have Himalayan salt burning in the corner. Pink right. salt, sorry, Himalayan pink salt. Or There's whatever. A lot of ways. Yeah, <laughs> to do worship day. <laughs> uh, they could have thought of a better name, you would think. And then tomorrow is also National Prom Proposal Day. Yeah, so that's yeah, a day, right? It's a day where high school students across North America craft their unique invitations to the event of the year. So, did you ever have a fancy proposal? Like, oh God, no! I went, I went stag prom. Just is that still something that people know what that is? I went by myself to prom. <laughs> <laughs> I went by myself to prom, and I had a good time. I'm not going to even lie. It was the most fun. I went my senior prom. My junior prom, I went with somebody. He was a tool. So maybe I should worship him. But he was a tool in my junior prom date. I don't even remember his name. Really? I don't even remember his name. Remember what he looked like? I remember what he looked like back then. But I don't remember his I'm so, I'm so, we'll, we'll call him Tom. He's Tom now. If if you're listening tonight and you did take Barry to prom and you you remember it because she can't remember you, uh, you phone in. <laughs> uh, I apologize profusely, but yeah, no, what, not a memorable date. Well, I'll say you don't even remember who it was. <laughs> it did not make an impression. It's better than making a bad impression. Uh, you know what? I would rather, I don't know, in some ways, I'd rather make a good or bad impression than to make no impression at all, because you don't remember me at all. Um, That's actually an interesting question. Would you rather make good or bad or none at all? I mean, I would good, obviously, would be. Now I've got you thinking. <laughs> I've got her thinking now. <laughs> I think I'd rather make a, I don't know. I think I'd rather make a a semi-bad one, not a totally bad one. But 
bad enough to remember, you mean? Yeah, you know, if like if I spilled something on you, you know, you're like, oh yeah, remember that time you spilled something on me? And then it's just like, okay. <laughs> it's not a bad one, you know? So like, uh, just an impression at that point. Because that's, non- yeah, that's like a non-impression. But I mean, it could be bad in my mind, you know, because, you know, you don't want to make an error like that. You know, you don't want to be um, the person that ruined somebody's like clothes, but it's like a non-harmful one. You know, like if it was just like, you know, I, I hit you in the arm and dislocated your shoulder bad. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, that would be bad. I know <laughs> that. And see, now you bring that up. And I remember the person that broke my arm. <laughs> so there you go. Like, that was my junior year in high school. So that would have been 1994. Nope. Take that back. Nope. 1993. It was my sophomore year, not my junior year. For Oklahoma. You're not going to sing, are you? Oklahoma. <laughs> of course I am. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. Not tomorrow, but Sunday, March 12th, is National Girl Scout Day. Uh, if you haven't bought cookies yet, I'm sure there are Girl Scouts somewhere willing to sell you some. Um, just don't be fooled and don't be one of the people that are buying the raspberry <laughs> raspberry chocolates for $100 a box. Yeah, don't. So, just don't. That is insane. Um, so pretty much if you haven't heard. The Raspberry Rally uh, was an online exclusive, and it sold out pretty much immediately. And the Girl Scouts pretty much came out and said that the brand itself this year, it, I mean, it was determined, it was more popular than anticipated. So the people who did get those boxes of the Raspberry Rally, they're reselling them online, of course, at the inflated prices. There are hundreds of boxes on eBay. Some of them are going for around twenty-five to thirty bucks, five times more than the Girl Scout price. Some scalpers were asking for a hundred, and yes, of course, the Girl Scouts are not happy about it. They say that when the cookies were purchased through third-party sellers, the troops don't get a share of that money, and they can't vouch for the condition of those boxes. Uh, eBay will not take the listings down. They say, and. Um, they said that we strongly support the entrepreneurial spirit of hardworking local Girl Scout troops. However, the sale of Girl Scout cookies does not violate eBay policies. <laughs> so, by the way, have you found it? Wow. But I wasn't really planning on getting any. I'm not a big raspberry. Like, I don't mind raspberries. Like, I like raspberries, fresh fruit raspberries. And I've, I like raspberries flavored, some raspberry flavored stuff. But cookies, I'm not usually a fan of. So I wasn't, like, super excited about it. Now I kind of kick myself in the back because I could have bought a bunch and then sold them on eBay. But you got your thimits. <laughs> mm. And my Samoas and my do dos I'm good to go. There you go. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, Sunday is also National Plant a Flower Day. Uh, no one in Nevada does that. So, <laughs> not outside. Huh? 
Or the outside. Not outside. There's a lot of Not indoor outside. stuff. <laughs> Sometimes in the closet. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but that is on March 12th. Also, Sunday is National Baked Scallops Day. Uh, it is also daylight saving time, so hopefully you remember this weekend to spring forward. So, yes, you will lose an hour of sleep. Um, that is this weekend. Also, National I Am Day, and it's National Working Moms Day on March 12th. Ooh. But I won't so, be working on March 12th, so I'm no. not a working mom that day. <laughs> well, I mean, if you fix dinner, I mean, that's, that's work. <laughs> um, that's work. It, then on I Monday, dialed the pizza place. That's work. Right. <laughs> and then on Monday the 13th, it is National Jewel Day. It is also National Canine Veterans Day. Uh, it is National Coconut Tort Day. National Good okay. Samaritan Day. It is National Earmuff Day. Um, <laughs> it's also National Open an Umbrella Indoors Day. Isn't that bad luck? <laughs> uh, that's a good question, though. Uh, it's also National Napping Day. Uh, it's the day after the return of daylight saving time. Um, but the Open an Umbrella Indoors Day, it is uh, annually, uh, it's a national science experiment of sorts. They say that open an umbrella indoors and pay attention to whether or not you suffer any bad luck. So it's taking a chance. Uh, one often wonders how superstitions pass from one generation to the next. One such old superstition says that opening your umbrella indoors will bring you bad luck. The day encourages you to test the superstition and note if any bad luck comes your way. And while you're at it, document the kinds of bad luck. Perhaps it isn't bad luck. It may just be happenstance uh, or things that would have happened whether you had opened an umbrella or not. <laughs> so will you be opening an umbrella indoors, Jay? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, and no. It says test a theory, not do it. <laughs> Uh, and while a lot of people don't know the origin of the superstition, there is some suggestion that ancient Egyptians thought it offended the gods to open an umbrella where there was already shade. So, there you go. Yeah, that's that. Um, and then on Tuesday the 14th, it is National Write Down Your Story Day. It's National Equal Pay Day. It's National Children's Craft Day. It's also National Learn About Butterflies Day. It's National Potato Chip Day. And I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let my friend tell you what March 14th also is. It's Pie Day! <laughs> I love it. I love Pie Day. <laughs> it is Pie Day. <laughs> so, yes, that is coming up on Tuesday. And uh, then on Wednesday, I will explain it in a bit, but it's National SBDC Day. I know that you're wondering what that is. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it I'm is trying the to figure national, it out. Huh? So I was trying to figure it out, too. You're going to kick yourself when you don't realize what it is. Uh-huh. It's something that Go you ahead. deal with from time to time. Stupid boy. I don't know. No. The third Wednesday (laughs) of March is National Small Business Development Centers Day. Oh. Uh, Yeah, I do work for them. I am going to kick myself in (laughs) (laughs) It recognizes the thousands of SBDCs across the country supporting entrepreneurs in the pursuit of small business ownership. So, yes, that is on that day. Uh, National Kansas Day is also that day. Everything You Think is Wrong Day. National Pears Helene Day, and National Shoe the World Day. And then on Thursday, uh, the 16th, it's National Spray Tanning Day. <laughs> okay. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Spray tan? No. Have you? If he said yes. Yeah, <laughs> if he said yes, I would die. <laughs> Yes, I used to do it often. No. <laughs> it's, uh, it's also on that day, Absolutely Incredible Kids Day. It is National Curl, <laughs> as, I, as I just turned 12, it's National Crush Day <laughs> that day. National Panda Day is also on that day. Uh, National Farm Rescuer Day. National Artichoke Hearts Day. National Everything You Do is Right Day. And National Freedom of Information Day is on March 16th. And then to give you a heads up, next Friday, the 17th, it is National Corned Beef and Cabbage Day, but that also ties in because it's also St. Patrick's Day next Friday. And me not going to Ireland. And me not going to Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, at least you'll be somewhere on that day. Um, yes. <laughs> I love the way you say it. You'll be somewhere. You're right. I will be somewhere. Yes. Uh, actually, there's a funny story to that with St. Patrick's Day because, as we said, it's corned beef and cabbage day, but that kind of creates a little bit of an issue here because – St. Patrick's Day for devout Catholics will fall on a Friday. And you can't have corned beef and cabbage on Friday. You can have cabbage. <laughs> and you can have so, the cabbage. So it's just cabbage day. <laughs> um, here in Chicago, in previous years, the Archbishop has issued a general dispensation to let the faithful off the hook. Uh, But this year, however, he is not issuing a general one, but the leader of the Chicago Archdiocese says that Catholics who eat corned beef on St. Patrick's Day may substitute the rule with another form of penance or an act of charity that benefits the poor. Uh, (laughs) So if you do it, you've got to replace it with something else. Um, I guess it's leaving it up to the person themselves. So, yeah, that is Almanac and things coming up. So, yeah, happy early St. Patty's Day to you. 
Um, also, I wanted to uh, one of the stories that was quite interesting. And tonight's show, I'm going to tell you, I haven't talked about any of the topics with Mary, so <laughs> they will be as new to her as they are to you. Um, one of the most interesting things that I read. Uh, kind of is a sports story uh, besides the Bears trading their number one pick today. But um, the longtime girlfriend of Tiger Woods, uh, Erica Herman, she is seeking a release from a non-disclosure agreement with him following a nearly six-year relationship. According to court documents filed on Monday in Martin County, Florida, she believes that the NDA is invalid and unenforceable and that Woods and a trust he controls are using it aggressively to silence her. Uh, they have not publicly announced that their relationship has ended. They began dating in August of 2017. Since then, she has accompanied him at major championships in the U.S. and abroad. However, according to the Associated Press, she did not attend his Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas in December, nor the Genesis Invitational he hosted at the Riviera Country Club in California last month, citing the aggressive use of the NDA against her. Her complaint said that she's, quote, unsure whether she may disclose, among other things, facts giving rise to various legal claims she believes she has. The complaint continues saying that she is also currently unsure whether information about her own life she may discuss or with whom. Her attorney argued that the NDA should be voided under a federal law, the Speak Out Act, which prevents an NDA from being enforced when sexual assault or harassment are involved. She did not make any specific allegations against Woods. Of course, Woods' agent, Mark Steinberg, did not immediately return the Huffington Post's request for comment. Uh, in the event the judge decides the NDA is enforceable, her attorney requested that the judge clarify the specific scope of her obligations under the agreement. Specifically, the attorney asked to know whether uh, and to what extent the NDA limits her freedom to disclose information about her own experiences, the experiences of her family members, photos and recordings of herself, and family members and information held, witnessed, or learned by people who are not covered by the agreement. I, this is actually a very interesting legal case because we all know that there are a lot of famous people who have NDAs if they are involved with someone or even involved one or a couple of times with uh, people that they sleep with. It's a well-known fact. Um, and there have been plenty of adult stars who will tell you uh, some famous people who they've been with kind of in passing, but they can't say who it is because of NDAs. Um, but does she have a legal right here to I, I mean, I guess she's doing the right thing first by checking what court. Uh, but does it seem kind of odd or strange that she can't even discuss, like, stuff outside of the relationship for fear that it's going to, like, violate this NDA? Yes, I agree. If If she's got – I understand that the NDA for – Tiger Woods and the stuff that happens between them, I, I, I get why he wants an NDA for that. That makes sense. It's, I don't want my private life out in the world. 
I don't want people misconstruing what we're talking about or what we're doing or any of those things. That stuff, fine. Do I agree with it? No. If you're doing the right thing and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and, you, you know, you trust the person, they shouldn't be going to the press with every little thing you're doing. But I get it. So way to protect yourself. Problem. When it spills over into my life and just me, I, I don't know. I, I I have a separate life from a lot of, like, I separate my life from my work. Like, my house life and my work life don't necessarily overlap, and I don't, I, I like it that way. So why can't she have her not Tiger Woods life and her Tiger Woods life? NBA covers the Tiger Woods life and the not Tiger Woods life. There you go. I just, hmm. I agree. I'm glad she's going through the right channels to take care of it and to define it better. But why did it take her six years to define that? I guess is what right. it's down to. Yeah, that's the what problem. And, in yeah. the last six, like in the last, however, because you were fine with it for five, six years. There are a lot of rumors as to why things kind of went south. Um, we're not going to probably talk about those things because we don't know about those things. And But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, hey, you signed an NDA, and at that time when you signed it, and this is kind of like almost like a future lesson for everybody else that does NDAs, um, say, hey, Define if it. this breaks up, to what extent? can I talk about myself? If I said that I went out and had a a pretzel, can I talk about that without referring that something happened between us? You know? I don't know. Um, I have a feeling that the courts may loosen up some things, but they will probably tell her that in regards to him, she will probably just have to mention herself and exclude him from said topic. Uh, or if it is something that she kind of thinks is bad, like something like, hey, I saw him gamble like, I'm just using it as an example. I'm not saying. <laughs> but I saw him gamble like $10,000 in five minutes, you know, something like that. You're probably going to be like, no, you can't talk about that. <laughs> um, right. It will probably be something where if it's not about her or immediate family, um, or tell your family and friends if you were at a party and you saw Tiger there and he did something that, you know, you know shouldn't get out in the media, you're, fair warning, this could happen. That's kind of almost odd because now that's six years of your life that you kind of have to phase out because you can't really mention it. Right. It's crazy. We'll see. Um, before we get to the retro moment of the week, uh, and the second half of our show, I wanted to, um, I don't know what to call this segment. I guess it's, I used to call it like a retro memory. I'm going to start calling it probably like LeVar's Ben, because it's like the useless information stuff that doesn't have like a home. 
And Mary will tell you that I love odd factoids and things that kind of like you thought that you knew but you didn't know. Um, and I thought I had told this story on the air because it was such an interesting story. Uh, but I don't think I have, and I don't think I've done it when Mary was here. But this came from uh, the good folks at Mental Floss. And it was, uh, it, for all of us that are older, we know about the regular TVs before cable came along. You know, uh, that was where mom and dad made you get up, turn the dial, and you had UHF and VHF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, for those of you who lived in that era, a lot of you will know that your analog TV, or if you noticed it, never had a channel 37. There was a reason to that. And, of course, if you had a video game, you knew that you had to turn your set to channel 3 or 4 uh, so your Nintendo appeared on screen. Um you know, not having a Channel 37, like they said, was like a missing 13th floor in a building. Uh, the strange admission could be puzzling. But uh, the reason, there was a legitimate reason, that no TVs could pick up a Channel 37. The U.S. government said that they couldn't. A story for Vice's uh, motherboard by Ernie Smith explains it. For Channel 37 to go over the air, it would have to transmit from the 610 megahertz band. Unfortunately, that was also the frequency needed by the University of Illinois' Vermilion River Observatory near Danville. It's one of three frequencies along with 410 megahertz and 1.4 gigahertz that are used extensively in radio astronomy. To put it in plain terms, if a Channel 37 had been taking up the 610 megahertz frequency, Within 600 miles of the observatory, it would have interfered with their mammoth 400-foot telescope. That's a pretty big radius that envelopes virtually all of the East Coast and major cities like Chicago, Detroit, St. Louis, and Washington, D.C. A working Channel 37 would have effectively blocked out one of the three major panes of a metaphorical window into the universe, just so that you can watch your Gilligan's Island. Broadcasters apparently didn't care about scientific advancement and often lobbied to have Channel 37 put to use, but science countered and garnered support from the Federal Communications Commission beginning in 1960, shortly after UHF signals were being put into wide use. Attempts for a kind of compromise, allowing a station to take the ban but limiting its program hours, disgruntled scientists, and the FCC agreed and prohibited the station from taking the Channel 37 spot indefinitely. Even though the Vermilion River Observatory closed in 1980, the moratorium is still in effect. And again, you'd have to be receiving over-the-air signals on an analog television to even care. And that (laughs) is the deep story of why there was never a Channel 37. That's so interesting. I had no idea. Yes. Couldn't do it. Not at all. So there you go. For LeVar's Ben, the reason of No Channel 37. Retro Moment is next. We're on the other side with more of Page One. Thanks for joining us on this Friday night. We'll be right back. Pancake cookies. Pancake cookies. Pancake cookies. 
Futuristic computer minds, advanced intelligence, an electronic language of lights and sounds. But there's one thing we didn't know. How much fun they are! Touch me! Three different games in one where your family challenges each other and an unpredictable computer. Touch me! Fun and action for the whole family or just for one. Touch me! The pocket-sized computer game from Atari. What will they think of next? You're listening to Page One, Page One, with LeVar and Mary, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Welcome back to this page. Wild with LaVar and Mary on this Friday night, March the 10th, 2023. I am pretty sure that someone did not go in the 70s and ask someone if they wanted to play Touch Me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> touch me, touch me, touch me, touch me. Sorry. Want to play Touch Me? Uh, <laughs> not a good thing. Um, but yeah, so no, um, so glad you're back. Now, I previewed this story for a couple of other people, and there is, uh, I tell you, uh, it was international. This is International uh, Women's Month, um, and it mm-hmm. seems that for every two steps forward that we go, two steps back. Uh, this out of Houston, Texas. A Spring Branch ISD high school student who said that she was reprimanded for working out in a sports bra while male athletes practice shirtless is speaking out. The girl is a student at Spring Woods High School and is on the girls' cross-country and track teams. KHOU chose to conceal her identity since she's a minor and is worried about possible retaliation. She said, in quote, I saw a couple of guys running without their shirts on, on campus and off campus, and they weren't being told anything. So I took off my shirt, obviously, and I got in trouble for it, the teen said. She said after she complained about the gender discrepancies, um, pretty much um, after she complained about it between boys and girls, she was denied an award that's, quote, a critical credential for college applications and recruiting according to the American Civil Liberties Union of Texas. She also objected to what she called unequal coaching and training of the girls' cross-country team. 
She says it's a lot more than a sports bra because it was really only towards the women on the team than it was to the guys, especially because of my race. Since she was the only black cross-country and distance runner on the track team. The girl is a junior and said she was disciplined for wearing a sports bra while she was working out in 100-degree heat. She claimed she had the best performance record on the team and was the only student athlete to have never missed a practice. And pretty much in regards to uh, the story itself, uh, there is a continued, um, and I just lost my story. <laughs> but anyway, you got just <laughs> of the story. Um, but as someone else had told me that they ran cross country and they told me that they had something of a story like that kind of happened to them in high school. Um, I oh, actually I got the story back, so now I can kind of tell you a little bit more about this. Um, so. According to the teen's dad, the district told him after their uh, study into it that they found no wrongdoing. The family is now in the appeals process. The teen's father said that the whole situation easily resolved and that he's willing to take this as far as you have to go. The ACLU sent a letter to the school district on behalf of the student warning the district that the actions potentially put them in violation of the 14th Amendment in Title IX. The teen and the father want to see real changes. They said that they're hoping to see that the district changes their policy and that they have a change of heart of what they've been saying and like they actually own it to their mistake. The teen uh, said her teammates have been supportive of her. She's thankful for that. She also said that she still loves the sport and that she's not giving up on speaking up for herself and others like her. Uh, this ISD of Spring Branch said that they deny any discrimination to treat students equally and fairly they're aware of the situation with one student at one of our high schools who was dissatisfied with the practices, which are applied to all athletes on that campus, and that they are currently investigating the matter. Um, and, of course, the ACLU says that the girls' cross-country team has been treated unequally in terms of coaching and training. goes to girl athletes that they are not seen as serious athletic competitors with serious potential. Um and they've invited the district to meet so that they can work together to discuss those issues. Uh, it's not... Mm, <laughs> uh, Tread lightly. Yeah. How about you tell us uh, about your friend that this happened to her as well, because that's what's, that's where I'm going to end up going as well, probably. Different friend, probably the same story. Oh. Uh, well, with her, I mean, it was about that time where you really didn't have any, like, it's a lot different now. You know, back then, you didn't have the ACLU, and you couldn't go to social media, and you couldn't, you know, voice your frustrations out there. And for a lot of people, you know, they pretty much had to um, unfairly take the heat or the punishment for doing that. Um, she kind of went on to just pretty much say that, you know, she understood because she was like 100 degree heat, you know, um, you don't want to be practicing in like full gear. You're trying to be as cool as you can. Um, but what say you about this situation? I'm glad that they're talking about it. 
I'm glad they're bringing it up. I'm very disappointed that somebody said that it wasn't, there wasn't anything wrong um, because it's a bunch of BS. Uh, I wasn't a cross country person, but I did run track and there was plenty of days, especially towards the end of the school year, the end of the season, like it started in Illinois, which means still winter. Um, but by the time it got to the end of the season, it was hot as heck. And luckily, we had, um, for meets, we had onesies that we could wear over top of our um, sports bras, and it would be fine, like tank tops, and it would be fine. But during practice, oh, man. And you're in high school, so your body's actually, like, you know, worth looking at. No offense to anyone that doesn't feel that way but I mean y'all really are super skinny compared to like some of us that are in our not teens <laughs> anymore <laughs> so you, if you feel comfortable wearing just a sports bra while you're running so that you could say cool and and still be covered why is that a problem when I'm almost 100% positive that those guys were shirtless at some point? Right. Running that, running that cross country thing, a hundred percent. I'm not saying all the guys were shirtless, but there was at least one, hmm. and probably more because there were plenty of. No, no, I remember first boyfriend. So, like, come on, yeah. I'm frustrated yeah. at I'm frustrated at the things I should be frustrated at, and I I'm I'm glad that they're talking, but still bringing it up, and they're still saying, "Hey, this is not right." Wow. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, it, I, I kind of well, I'm on the same fence as you. It, it's. It's something that needs to be discussed because it is, I don't, it, especially if the reasons being were because of that run-in that she did not get that award. That's it, we don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know if there are other uh, people who are better runners. I would hope that the school, which is the last place that students need. Uh, unfair um, or, you know, people judging them or doing things because they did something that that wasn't the reason why they took this award away. Um, It's just very, very disappointing that we're still kind of so uptight about this. Like I said, it's a sports bra. (laughs) Um, Mm Mm-hmm. It is not an actual bra. <laughs> uh, and there are a lot of athletic sports bras that people work out in all the time. Mm-hmm. And if we're thinking that it's something that's sexualizing something while you're out here sweating in 100-degree heat, <laughs> you've got a bigger issue. So I, I don't know. It just, it's, it's disappointing to see. Uh, let's hope that both sides could come to some type of understanding and agreement so that this doesn't happen to people in the future. 
Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we move on. Like I said, tonight's got a potpourri <laughs> night. There's a bunch of stories here. We're going to start a little bit of part of our potpourri stories, and then we'll take a look at what's trending. Uh, but this one uh, has, you know, it seems that we have like yay or nay or potpourri stories. It's always food. And it continues. <laughs> um, Sunny Delight, or Sunny D, the flavorful orange drink chugged from childhood by millennials, it's embracing one of its more collegial cocktail combinations. There is now a vodka seltzer version of the drink that was created because of popular demand. Sunny D vodka seltzer <laughs> becomes the latest entrant into the canned cocktail craze. It has customers thirsting for flavor-packed adult beverages over their malt-based seltzer siblings. The vodka seltzer is 4.5% alcohol by volume, has zero grams of sugar, and only 95 calories, but there's not actual Sunny D in the drink. Rather, the company said it has the same great orange taste as Sunny D that uses real fruit juice and natural ingredients. <laughs> I'm already a hard task <laughs> seltzer and I don't like seltzer um, I know sorry <laughs> um, no I don't like seltzer water either so like I'm already a pass on it as well like the minute they said seltzer like why why you ruin Sunny D like that why you got right <laughs> well, they did it why you got to ruin it right uh, the good folks at Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is bringing back something for you nostalgia lovers. Not the, I think they still have that book it or read it club or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, but, book it. Yeah, but Pizza Hut is bringing back something else. They're bringing back the mini basketballs that they used to have in the 90s. They announced on Wednesday that they will be bringing back by popular demand, the popular toy from the 20th century, just in time for the start of the men's NCAA basketball tournament. For a limited time, customers can order the mini basketballs for $7 through the Pizza Hut website. The black and red mini basketballs are emblazoned with the company's slogan, Nobody Out Pizzas the Hut. Fans will need to provide their own hoops unless they purchase a big New Yorker, which comes with specialty March Madness packaging that transforms into a hoop and backboard. <laughs> Okay. So, yes. So, if you want to... Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, if you want to um, enjoy um, something that is a old school, I guess, type of thing, um, there you go. Um, comes from the the thing that I told you about, the most interesting thing I read. Um, there was a story, and we'll add it into the potpourri uh, base here. Um, there was a lady in Florida, uh, <laughs> and I'm not sure if folks saw it, but um, <laughs> so well, <laughs> it's always the Florida stories, man. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is out of Tampa, Florida. A woman took to the podium at the Boca Raton planning and zoning board meeting on March the 2nd with an unusual request. 
She asked the board to designate March 10th, uh, which would be today, as Sugar Daddy and Mommy Appreciation Day. The woman, who identified herself as Ashley Cream, stood up to speak after the board discussed amending city code regarding storage of flammable liquids. An elderly man stood up from a wheelchair and walked beside her to the podium. She told the board members that they were, quote, looking absolutely fabulous, a little bit serious, before saying she appeared before them as a concerned citizen and voter. She says, you guys may not be aware, but Florida has the largest per capita population of sugar daddies in the U.S., pointing out that Miami, Palm Beach, and Boca Raton have the most concentrated populace of these age benefactors. She says, sugar daddies, both gay and straight, and yes, even sugar mommies, are responsible for college education, cars, homes, rent, jets, Birkin bags, and the occasional body enhancement, she said, gesturing to her chest. But not me, though. I'm all natural. She said that the age benefactors support the local economy. She says, I'm requesting that you decree a Sugar Daddy and Mommy Appreciation Day on March 10th to honor those who have given us so much. Thank you. I love you all. Bye. Board members seemed puzzled by the request, and to which one of them said, thank you uh, for your... Uh, they went on to say it's a city council issue. The woman did wheel the only man out of the room in a wheelchair. <laughs> I can see the look in your face. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, and if you type in, if you type in Sugar Daddy Day, you actually see the young lady, uh, Ashley Cream, who. Uh, went to this meeting. <laughs> she may be on to something. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I did not know that Florida had the largest per capita of sugar daddies and mamas. I mean, it was either going to be Florida where it's newly wed or nearly dead to put them together. That's all I said. Um, or <laughs> I, couldn't, I can't believe I just said that out loud. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, bravo. Bravo for asking for something you wanted. I mean, bravo. <laughs> we'll take a uh, look here at what is trending. We're going to have a little bit more of potpourri. There's two things. One thing that bothers me to no end. Um, one that is, it was, it was coming down the pipeline and then one more where it was from the good idea, not so good idea file. But we're talking about that in a minute. But trending tonight on Twitter, uh, actually, um, yesterday, you know, as we get more and more into uh, losing particular people who have a checkered past, um, you don't really know how to um, – the word I'm looking for. You don't really know how to eulogize them if they had a checkered pass. But one passing of note uh, for those of you that were fans of the 70s uh, TV show Beretta, uh, actor Robert Blake passed away yesterday at the age of 89. Um, but of course, his life a lot more checkered in recent years than it was um, in the last 20 or 30 years than it was during the first half. Quite an interesting life. Uh, he was in the R gang comedies back in the late 30s, and his career pretty much spanned up until 
uh, when he had the legal issues with the death of his then, uh, I don't know if they were married or if it was his wife, but I think he was found not guilty, but he was found liable. Uh, and he never again really did work. Um, so quite a checker pass. Trending tonight, SmackDown. Uh, we're in WrestleMania season. Um, <laughs> if you didn't see the Liv Morgan video this week of her at the Knicks game, definitely watch that. <laughs> yeah. Um, drag Race is trending tonight. Love After Lockup. Uh, AEW Rampage is trending. Uh, USDC is trending. And the reason why uh, is that the uh, Silicon Valley Bank is one of um, it, it. Pretty much is uh, Silicon Valley Bank is one of the six banking partners that uh, such uh, things such as Circle uses for managing their portion of uh, USDC reserves held in cash. And the FDIC um, had some things to do today with a halt on some funds from that bank. And the stock shares of that are falling deeply. Uh, they have $11.4 billion split between seven banks. So uh, if you are in one of those, <laughs> uh, not good tonight. Um, uh, Coinbase, uh, DollarCoin is temporarily pausing uh, USDC uh, conversions over the weekend while the banks are closed. Uh, Circle has burned $2.34 billion. Uh, in that, and yeah, if you, it, the crypto markets right now is not looking good, as everything is pretty much crashing this evening. They're saying it is one of the worst, uh, probably crashes since 2008, uh, only because Ooh. of Silicon Valley Bank. Um, uh, and pretty much to put it in more perspective, um, there is a lot of bankruptcy filings. Um, that are now happening, and a lot of the the FDIC pretty much kind of said, or according to some people, that that type of crash was coming soon. But yeah, um, not good. Read up on it, folks, if you're involved in it. <laughs> um, definitely be on the lookout. Uh, also trending tonight, Ray Mysterio. Uh, he was announced on SmackDown as the first probably be a few WWE Hall of Famers tonight. So he is trending. Scream 6 is trending. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> As that opens up, uh, so a lot of people who aren't giving things away are saying that you have to watch the post-credit screen. Uh, the scene. So I don't know what's going on. I hope they don't give it away. Um, the Bears and Justin Fields are trending tonight as the Chicago Bears uh, traded their number one pick in the draft to Carolina. Uh, they will receive, I do believe if I get this right, I think it was uh, the ninth pick of the draft. They get a Second round pick here in I think or second round or first round pick in 2024, uh, a pick also in 2025, and they get wide receiver DJ Moore, which a lot of people 
were shocked because the guy's a stud. So the Bears kind of finally get some help for Justin Fields uh, in form of a wideout. So, um, yeah, a lot of people loving that move in Chicago tonight. <laughs> so the Bears finally get a good wide receiver. <laughs> um, but those were a few of the things that were trending. So, yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of movies, this weekend, of course, you know, is the Oscars. But uh, now you've got Cocaine Bear out, right? <laughs> so, yeah. news comes today that Cocaine Shark is scheduled to arrive in theaters in July. <laughs> it will focus on a mafia drug lord's production of a shark-derived stimulant before an explosion and a leak in a laboratory puts an army of mutated, bloodthirsty sharks on the loose. <laughs> uh, other drug-induced animal films are also on the way. Uh, Attack of the Meth Gator is in the works for the summer from the Asylum, which is the studio behind the Sharknado franchise. <laughs> Are we running out of ideas for movies? Yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. What the heck? Yes, is, we are. What is going on? Uh, I don't and know. I don't you know. know what my number one pet peeve is, right? I have a few. You mean other than... Huh? Other than shopping carts loose in the shopping in the parking lot. Or uh, people coming up and trying to tell you their sob story so you can give them money. (laughs) That's a few of them. (laughs) There's another one here. And I know this will probably bother you as well. Uh, Chocolate Mm -hmm. lovers will have a few more options soon. Uh, Thanks to Hershey. Candy Maker has announced that it will begin selling plant-based versions of Reese's Cups and chocolate bars. They will be released this month while plant-based extra creamy with almonds and sea salt bars can be found in April. Both treats will be made with oats instead of milk. <laughs> God. Help us, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Don't not you. chocolate. <laughs> they came for my fast food. Now they're coming for your chocolate. <laughs> And finally, one of the Copley stories that was even probably not the best idea. Of course, we're at Easter season. There's a lot of Easter candy out there. All these shoppers are calling out the supermarket chain for stocking Easter Bunny marshmallow snacks that kind of resemble something other than what they were intended to be. The unintended shape of the bunnies and chicks first caught the attention of a British shopper who wrote on Twitter, Sorry, Aldi, but this ain't a bunny. Uh, she shared a picture of the phallically shaped candies that bear absolutely no resemblance to an Easter bunny. Twitter users piled on with the jokes, with many invoking double entendres. She says that they misspell chicks, one Twitter user quipped. Another wrote, I will take five bags, please. The blunder <laughs> was so obvious that even all he tweeted in response, we can't even defend this one. <laughs> The same response generated as much as the initial post it prompted it. One Twitter user replied, nice to know Aldi's has a sense of humor, though. 
To which Aldi replied, positive vibes only. <laughs> so yes, if you're out this weekend and you happen to get some of uh, the marshmallow buddies and chicks, uh, or for my friend here that is going, uh, <laughs> for our friends in the UK, if you have a bag of those little buddies and chicks, you can put those on eBay. <laughs> right. And I'm telling you, looking at the oh. picture right now, um, it's not good. <laughs> not, not good at all. Good. Uh, but with that, the old clock on the wall is telling us that we are just about out of time tonight. Uh, did you have any shout outs at all this week? Funny thing, I have my calendar out right now and double checking. I do not, I believe. Um, I do have one kind of shout out, but it's not really. Um, congratulations to uh, a friend of mine that I've worked with for a very long time. Um, she started out as my supervisor and is now uh, a very close friend. She is retiring, um, so congratulations to her. She gets to spend time with her grandbaby and a second one on the way. Um, so her last day in the office is the 16th, but I don't get to see her off that way, so we had a nice little luncheon yesterday. Um, but congratulations to her on her retirement. Other than that, I really don't have any other updates. Other than the regular thank yous. And I won't be seeing you for a couple of weeks. Yes, you won't. Um, it is... Uh... Taking some good me time. Yes. Yes. So that means for the next few weeks, unfortunately, um, I'm probably going to be playing the world is Mary on page one song. <laughs> <laughs> or fortunately, if you like it, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to stop anybody from not liking that song, I guess. Um, we might also have other things in the works as well, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We, we might not be so lonely, but we'll see. If not, um, we'll let you know if we're doing a show on that Friday or not. I know next Friday night St. Patrick's Day, so for all of you uh, who are going to be going out and drinking your green beer or eating your corned beef and cabbage, uh, stay mm-hmm. safe. Um I actually do have a couple of shout-outs this week. And Woo! Yes. Uh, one is a another good friend of mine whose birthday is on Sunday. Um, and then my only sister has a birthday on – well, I mean, I have another little sister in – saying but my sister has a birthday on monday happy birthday yes a landmark one Uh, i'm not sure if she wants me to tell people (laughs) she's 29 again oh yeah 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 i'm trying to help you out dude (laughs) yeah that's a landmark she made it to 30 Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, congrats. Even though she's my older sister and I'm 39, so. 
So it's amazing how I that happened. I used to have a, 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 an older sister. Now I have a younger sister. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't know how the math happened. Exactly. Like yeah. So no, uh, her birthday's on Monday. So happy birthday to her. And um, yeah, with that, uh, have a great vacation. Um, as for all of you out there, I don't know what the schedule brings, so you'll have to stay tuned. Uh, hopefully, uh, we will have other programming in place. If not, we'll announce that to you, but I do know uh, that I will be back with Mary at the end of the month on March 31st, correct? Mm-hmm. That is Unless correct. You Unless you decide to take a prolonged vacation, <laughs> then that will be a table. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure out something. Yes, with the next two Fridays, uh, stay tuned. We will let you know what's going on, um, and we'll see. But until then, and until next we meet, for Mary, I'm LeVar. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. And, of course, always tell a friend. You can hear us here on Blog Talk Radio as well as our podcast wherever you have Apple and or Spotify and or iHeartRadio. And, uh, yeah, I got to say that's it. That's all she wrote. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time here on page one. Bye. Well, friends, it's time once again to close that creaking door. Until next week at the same time, when we'll be back with a little hunk of horror. (laughs) You'll be sure to listen, won't you? Until next week, then. Good night. Pleasant dreams. For listening to page one don't forget to get the latest show info on twitter at news comment btr and add us as a podcast on apple iHeartRadio, spotify and other platforms where we can be found 